Today's episode is episode number 50. And what I've done is tried to get as many people as possible that kindly given their time and been so generous to join us in the podcast that have led up to this. And uh, very shortly, I'm going to let them all in. And hopefully, it'll be a bit like a Zoom and loads of people, loads of people just come on. Lots of voices you'll recognise. So thank you ever so much for joining us. And here we go. I'm very excited. I love I love the hat, Peter. That's brilliant. So Pete, you can't see this. Welcome, Max. Pete's wearing a hat. It's got Love Fly written on it. And the t-shirt. <laughs> cool. Oh, and the t-shirt as well. Oh. Got a got a t-shirt. Got the hat. Uh, Max, welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. Hi. You okay? Yes, I'm fine. How are you, Paul? Very good. Yeah. So these lovely people that are around the screen here, you've got David. I love, remember David? David! Hi, David. Hey, How are you? Very well. Good to see you. You too. Oh. And, and Pete Higgins used to work on our courses as well. And yeah. Oh, right. Occasionally came in and did some magic. You may have listened to Jeff. So don't listen to Jeff for too long because you'll end up in a trance or doing something. <laughs> do. Is that right, Jeff? Sometimes. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if anybody else is going to join, but we'll just crack on. So thank you very much. So this is episode 50. I just wanted to get as many humans as possible to come along and say hello. All the lovely people have given up their time to, to do the podcast in the past. Uh, this is Jill Harvey Bush coming through. Hi, Jill. Hello. Welcome. Thank you very much for giving up the time. Hello, hello. <laughs> Oh my God, everybody. <laughs> I know. Well, I've invited literally everybody that's done the podcast in the last, well, I suppose it's coming up to the last 12 months and just said, if you're free, very short notice, but episode 50 will go out on Wednesday. And I just thought it'd be really nice to get some familiar voices come back. So thank you very much. So what I'm hoping you'll do is just say some words of wisdom to the, the poor buggers that have been listening in. You'd be amazed to know that it's, I don't know if this is good or bad, but to me, this is amazing. It, it gets around 3,000 downloads a month. Wow. Oh. That sounds a lot, doesn't it? It, it is, is a lot. Well done, yeah. Paul. Yeah, so it's down to, it means down to all you lovely humans and so and anybody else that joins. So well, let's go around the screen. Say something wise and uh, some words of wisdom to help the, the many Hundreds of people that listen in. Oh, we've got more people coming through. This is fantastic. Who wants to go first? Oh, top of my screen is David. What we go oh. to David first? The only the only thing I can think of is is the quote that we always had on on the courses. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. So you need to change the patterns. Oh, David, welcome. Brilliant. Just, That's amazing. Some, Hi. some things that just stick. Yeah, it's really good. Hi, Michael. Welcome. Calling from the US as well, so brilliant. I'm just asking everybody to share some wisdom. Uh, so we'll come to you in a second. Let's go to uh, on my screen next. We've got Jeff Rolls. Give us some wisdom, Jeff. Wisdom, yeah, yeah. Let's see what we can find. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably on a similar kind of ilk to what David just said, actually. But I remember some kind of quote from, I think it was someone like uh, Albert Einstein, basically saying, yeah, you can't use 
the same thinking that you use to create the problem to go along and solve it. So actually learning to think on purpose is something you can go along and do it. Spending time listening to the Love Fly podcast and doing some of the activities is going to be at least one of the ways you can go along and do that. Very smooth. We like that. Thank you very much, Jeff. <laughs> Pete Higgins, give us some wisdom. Follow the Love Fly programme as if you're doing the times table at school. If you watch the programme, listen to the podcast over and over again, you'll remember it like your times table if you're old enough to have done your times table at school. Thank you. Very good. Very nice. Excellent, Peter. So uh, where should we go next? Gillian Harvey. What do you think? Now, Gillian, how are you going to limit all your wisdom to just a tiny phrase? Well, I think the one that I'm going to say is that uh, to remember that bra- the brain doesn't know the difference between imagined and real. So what you imagined, the brain thinks, is actually real. But remember, it's just a thought. And you're literally a split second away from having a much okay. better thought. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to ask Max. Now, the reason I'm asking Max before I ask Michael to speak will become very clear in a second. So, Max, give us some wisdom. Okay, I've been racking my brains Hmm. and I haven't come up with anything except for one thing that is really, it's when you're really in the depths of despair. And I can imagine how a person can feel when you have that fear of flying, just that absolute dread. And um, what I would like to say to um, anyone, to myself, if I'm in that situation, is that winter always turns to spring. I've never heard of winter turning to autumn or winter turning back to winter again. It always turns to spring. So if that can help, make me happy. <laughs> and, and that's just a quote from Nichiren Daishonin, who was a, a Buddhist monk in the 13th century in Japan. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, that's Sebulia. <laughs> <laughs> well, Max, no, Max has co- actually comes from the very country that Michael would like to visit. So Michael, you may may have uh, heard him on one of the previous podcasts, has been on the 30-day programme, has been doing amazing stuff, and would like to actually fly to your home country, Max. So, Michael, welcome. Wow. Good to be here, Paul. So how are you getting on? I can't complain, you know, working and uh, just uh, doing the things every day, you know? Mm. So give us some wisdom to help anyone who's a nervous flyer that's listening in, who's made a mistake and tuned in and thought, oh, I thought I was going to get something. And then I've got this zoo radio thing going on. I would say to just keep at it and don't, uh, you know, I haven't flown since uh, May now, but I'm still very involved in the Love Fly with the, uh, with the app and, um, just reading every day and, and I don't want to, I don't want to fall backwards. So I just, you know, again, you know, my goal is to uh, come over to, uh, to England and get to Italy. And um, the only way I'm going to do that is if I still keep on it every day and read and just make myself 
more comfortable with the information that is available to me. And, uh, you know, just keep saying it again over and over and over in my head how, how safe it is to fly. And uh, it's actually, I'm not, if when I think about my trip to Italy or England, I'm not even, uh, I'm not nervous. I, I thought I would be, but um, mm. I'm actually excited to hopefully get over there pretty soon. So, mm. um, very nice. Yeah. Please come I mean, to Italy. What, what's that? <laughs> Please come to Italy. We're waiting for you. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come there and I'm, I'm going to make a, uh, I'm going to, my dad is from Italy, so I want to see where he's from. So, uh, oh, where is yeah, he from I've in never, Italy? I've never been over there. He's from Abruzzi. All right. Abruzzo, the last place I, I visited, uh, the, the last time I was in Italy was in Abruzzo. Uh, just before the pandemic started, yeah, yeah, um, um, it's, a, it's a small little, uh, small little um, area, and I, I'm not really sure where where, where the uh, what town he's from, but it's very very small. So uh, it's just outside Rome. It's about an hour and a half to two hours yeah. drive. Oh, beautiful mount, mountainous <laughs> area, and it also has a lovely um, seaside area. Yeah. yeah, I heard it's very mountainous, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Michael's coming over in in December, aren't you, Michael, to watch the football? And then you're going to go to Italy. And we're going to take him for a pint in the pub. Um, so you're welcome. Now, I was also expecting Nicole through, and I can see there's a phone number. I'm on. Give us some wisdom, Thank you, Nicole. thank you. Give us some, give us some wisdom, because you, you've been through your own journey of beating the fear of flying. And I know that... We first spoke because you found the podcast, and that's how we ended up speaking. So, uh, so some of you right. were to blame for Nicole now being a regular subscriber. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you've probably heard all these characters. I, I, I inhaled, or you know, whatever you would say, the podcast within 24 hours because I was getting ready to fly for spring break and wasn't going to get on the plane and listening to all the episodes within one day helped me to get on. But my wisdom would be, you've, you've got to put in the work. And until you're ready and you know you're ready um, because you're just done, you're done with the, all the crap. You're, you're done with missing vacations. You're done with doing all of the stuff, upsetting your family. Then you know, and then you've got to put in the work. As Michael is just saying, you've got to continue with, the listening to the podcast and continuing to train your brain and doing the things, practicing the paced breathing, um, just putting in the work. And I have a flight coming in 30 days. Um, it's a short flight. We're just going to Cleveland and I'm near Washington, DC, but we're going to go see the inductees of the rock and roll hall of fame this year. And I'm very excited to do that. And to be honest, I'm, 30 some days away from the flight. And I'm, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm like, okay, we're going, I'm thinking more about the trip. So I'm very excited for that. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I don't know if you can see, but you've got lots of uh, smiling and nodding faces looking at you, but if you're on the phone, you can't. So that's why I'm <laughs> describing it uh, because it's pretty pointless. Well, otherwise. Part of it is your advice to kind of fake it until you make it because every time the thoughts creep into my head or 
I have a friend who says, oh, aren't you afraid to fly? I'm like, I used to be, but now I have all the tricks. I'm not afraid to fly. Mm -hmm. I'm going to enjoy that. So it's, it's, you know, how the people bring you back into it. Oh, well, and I'm like, nope, nope. That was the old me, but I'm not afraid. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Well, I have to give credit to some of these people that are on this call now of who I've learned from over the years. So I can't. So quite often you hear a little phrase. I mean, I'm often quoting all of them. All of them I've quoted at different points. And Max, when you came on and did your podcast, I think, was it Michael, you said you'd like him to be your, your you'd like Captain Steve to be flying and, and Max to be in the cabin. I think that's what you said, didn't you? There you go. Oh, yes. Although it's a little bit sure. disturbed that you need to hold everyone's hands, Max. I just want to mention it, put it out there. But, you know... <laughs> It's okay. I'll just do a little bit at a time, each person. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's been there's been just some amazing people that you learn from. So I'm really pleased that it's helping. And like I said, I don't know if you heard at the beginning, Nicole, we said about nearly, I think it's around 3,000 regularly downloads a month now, which is just phenomenal. So I'm really grateful for everybody that's on this call and the others who could make it to that. I've had quite a few that just at the last minute weren't able to do it. So thank you. It's 10 o'clock in UK time. So really grateful for you guys for coming along and for the, our American friends as well for popping along. We tried to find the time that would work for you. So I'm grateful to you as well. So thank you very much to everybody. Hey, Paul, I, yeah. would, like to say, I would like to say, though, that, um, that being part of this community and uh, you know speaking to you guys regularly and knowing that there are other people that uh, are are suffering, it it does help and it mm. it makes you want to do better because it's almost like even though uh, we don't know each other really personally. Oh, I mean, I know you and I know uh, Captain Steve, but even though we don't know each other personally, it's almost like we don't want to let each other down. So it's almost like we're propping each other up to keep going ahead and forging ahead. And, you know, to hear, to hear everybody say, Oh, they're not really worried about the flight. They're just worried about not worried, but uh, looking forward to going on vacation. That, that, that's really what it's about. Cause I, I know what that feels like to not to be dreading to go on vacation and mm. it's not the way it's supposed to be. So mm. Michael, I mean, the only thing I could say to you is my mum would never have let me do anything that was scary or could possibly Mm -hmm. have damaged myself. And now I'm a mum myself and I was flying and I would never have done anything to put myself at risk from not coming home to my family. So that's my thoughts on it. But actually, it's very reassuring to, to you. Know, that, that's flying to me. And I wouldn't put my son on a flight either um, if right. I thought he wasn't safe. And, you know, he flew with the school. I was quite happy for him. In fact, I was happier for him to do that than to get on a school bus and drive to France. So, yeah, I wouldn't do anything scary. And my mum, when I was younger and was cabin crew for many years, would never have let me do a job. All those years ago, I'm now, um, you know, to do anything that would put myself at relief. Me, so mm. absolutely enjoy your vacation, enjoy the flight. Mm. Yeah, mm. it's all part of the vacation. I have yeah. to agree. That's a I great point. I have to agree too. that knowing yeah. the knowing that there is uh, people all around the world that are suffering from this same fear and that have gotten over it. And then there, there are people willing to help, like all of these wonderful people on the line. 
it's wonderful. And that's what helps get, you know, get through. And we all have families and like you said, want to get home to them and just making people putting the, you know, making people more real um, and thinking about their families and their lives, not just people that get on the plane and get off the plane and work. That helps also to know that we, we all have things we want to get back to this. The flight is just something to get you to your wonderful vacation. Or in my case, it was our job. (laughs) Right. It was was the thing that paid the mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I've certainly got one other thing that that I can certainly share for for both Michael and for anybody listening, of course. Um, but you know, certainly, one, and I can't remember if I happened to mention it when when uh, I did the po- podcast with you, Paul. But one thing to just bear in mind: I don't know if you've ever heard yourself say, you know, I can't see myself doing such and such a thing. And you know, we talk very, very literally. And if you ever catch yourself saying something like, "I can't see myself flying," then that's something you've got to go along and do. So in your mind's eye, what would happen for both of you, Michael and Nicole, and anyone else that happens to be listening at the moment? If you could just see yourself going uh, along to uh, along to the airport, going along, checking in, going there, seeing these wonderful people, seeing yourself getting on board, walking across the air bridge, getting inside the aeroplane. Because I know it's funny, we talk about flying on a plane, but we sort of fly in it, don't we? Um, but what happens when you see yourself doing that and doing it well, doing it with enjoyment, doing it, of course, because of what we've been talking about beforehand in a very safe way, but recognising it is just one of the most efficient ways of getting around the world and coming out the other side and really enjoying that whole process. All those amazing staff that have looked after you along the way, but you also being able to brim with excitement and confidence and sharing your story with other people, maybe coming back on here when you've done that next, uh, that next trip, because you know that you can do it. And if you can see yourself doing it, then that's only what's going to go along and happen. So I'll leave that with you. Very nice. And uh, I love what you've said there, because it's that that when when you are able to overcome overcome something, um, of course, the the joy and the relief that that you feel. But the the thing that you can contribute to the greater good by sharing your little victory or big victory. And it really encourages people and um, and actually enables them to to make that step. Okay, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I really think the proof is in the pudding. And if we can share that pudding with others, wow, what an amazing contribution we can all make. So, you know, I think uh, anyone who, who has a bit of fear of, of flying, it's your responsibility to then share your victory with others mm. so that they can also follow in your footsteps. It's a really good point, Max, because when you tell your story, in order for people to even understand your story, they have to imagine it for themselves. So they're already beginning to do that process of you know seeing themselves do it. So yeah, absolutely. Effervesce your excitement. Why not? Because uh, oh, I don't know where it's going to go next. That's a big word. <laughs> it's just a verb I wanted to use today, and, I, and you know the, the day's well not finished. I might as well got, use it. You've got it in, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't know what it means, but it sounds fantastic. No, no, look it, look it up later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think Nicole just finally had one point about she's practicing it, she's practicing it. We all know the yeah. expression practice makes perfect, but if what you're practicing isn't what you want, 
then you're practicing the wrong perfect thing. So you're practicing how to have the fear as opposed to practicing, as Jeff was saying, seeing yourself getting on there. If you're practicing that, that then becomes the permanent. So for me, I like to say practice becomes permanent. So be careful what you're practicing. Yeah. I'm happy exactly. so for many years I practiced the wrong thing <laughs> exactly Nicole it's about practicing the right so the brain goes oh okay I know what this is I've, I've seen this a million times and I'm fine so for me that that's the difference about when people say practice makes perfect yeah but if you're practicing the wrong thing then of course it's gonna it's gonna be the mm-hmm. thing that's gonna become the automatic default for you David so, yeah. you're getting flashbacks are you yeah, I'm, I'm having loads of deja vu feelings over, over the years of, uh, you know, sort of helping people with, uh, with you know, f- you know, with fears of flying and stuff and the phrases that, uh, and that they're all great things and they're all, they're all great phrases. And I'm just having this shiver coming down my spine every now and then, just, just thinking about it. Oh, yes, I remember that. Yes, I remember that. And, it's, and a lot of it is stuff I use, you know, sort of even now in my, in my day-to-day life, you know, with, with my girls and, and stuff like that, because it, it all, it all helps sort of generally in life as well but you know you can channel it as, as you guys are doing it you can channel it into your non you know getting towards that non-fear of flying yeah hello there i have a tip for, for some people recently or just before the lockdown my Stephen, who's long haul on a major airline he's often taken me to new york and the far east and on the recent trip to the far east we were there for five nights and every day we were going out with the uh, captains and the first officer, but they all said on more than one occasion, if it wasn't safe, they wouldn't fly. And they all said they thought they were not going to come home at the end of their tour. They wouldn't fly an aeroplane. And they've got mums and dads at home. They've got cats and dogs. And one even said when he goes back, his first thing he's got to do is mow the lawn and go to Tesco's. So that's how, that's how I long. remember it well. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping he would have said Waitrose, but he did say <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I love that. You know, um, if, if, if it weren't safe, I wouldn't be doing it well. I think maybe that's why I never became an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Let me um, ask you, Max. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking about when I was young and I was looking at, you know, Neil Armstrong and all that. But I digress. David Gott, uh, uh, a while ago, you, I, I'm sure it was you that you told me that you'd read somewhere that um, psychologists discovered that for a, a person to actually correct what they're always doing wrong, they have to, once they've been told, you've got to do it this way and not that way anymore, they still make the mistake on average seven times. Mm. So it's important to remember, and that really uh, brought it home to me because um, I used to feel really guilty, even though I knew, um, you know, when you learn something, you, you, you have to allow yourself to make mistakes and you have to allow yourself to have, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> some setbacks. It's normal. It's perfectly normal. That's our, the way our brain works. And then finally you do succeed. So give yourself some slack as well if, if things don't happen mm. straight away. So thank you, David. <laughs> do you remember that, David? 
Um, yeah, but probably it's probably something I picked up from any of the people that are, you know on this uh, on this call tonight. Anyway, there's just so much stuff, as I say, over the years. But it's all, you know, it's all there. And every now and then, it, I'll, you know, I'll wheel it out on something else that, that I'm doing. It's, as I say, it's we're we're still very simple as human beings, really. And I think as a, there was another phrase that, um, that was always mentioned as well about you could take a like a cave. Um, you know, however many millions of years ago, a caveman child, bring them to the present. And, the, you know, the feelings and thoughts would still be exactly the same because linking it to aviation, you know, we've developed so much with aviation, but the thing that hasn't developed is us as human beings. We're still those scared little, scared little people that have all those primitive fears and stuff. It's just that some of us have been clever enough to work out how to, you know, stick engines on a wing, you know, and fly an aircraft. And, you know, we're the ones that are actually flying inside the aircraft as well. So, you know, we're still primitive, but, you know, you can harness those kind of things. And they don't, what's another phrase as well? Oh, I'm on for full flow now. Oh. Um, you can't, um, they don't teach you how to use the most important computer that you will ever use, um, which, you know, which at the end of the day is your brain. And it's so powerful that some of the things you see people do and overcome um you know it's something that's not taught at schools from a very early age which it should be <laughs> all good yeah. stuff oh tons and tons of wisdom tonight eh, folks? <laughs> if only if only they gave us an instruction manual yeah <laughs> or our brains it would be amazing that's right i think they're still writing it max <laughs> that's right. That's right. however many thousands of years that's going to take too right <laughs> no. No, but there was one book that I read that, that I'm still busy reading. Is um, what's it called? The Chimp Paradox. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. what a game changer that is for me. That's been for me. Yes, definitely. So mm. I can't I imagine seeing you. I don't think I've ever seen your chimp out, Max, where you run rampant. <laughs> oh, I hide it very well. Do you? Oh, oh, there you go. See, it's obviously working. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're talking to several brain doctors here on the uh, really? call, so just be careful. Uh, but yeah, but on a serious note, if, if anybody's listening, you think you know, want to get a bit of help, there's at least three people here are still doing stuff. So Jeff, Jill, and Pete, I think you still help nervous fires, don't you? I yes. don't know about David and Max, so feel free to to um, chime in, as they say. But I know these. These three characters are still doing loads of stuff to help, not just nervous life, all sorts of people with all sorts of things, you know, good, bad, and whatever. Um, but which you can obviously listen to on there on the podcast. You want to listen to if you want to do a little plug now, folks, you're welcome to do it. So if you're still looking for humans to help, because I know it's kind of been a lifelong thing for you people, you're doing great stuff. Why not give a little plug? Well, okay, so so anybody for me is by just my website, which is my name. And uh, really the, the main phobia I deal with now is literally a fear of flying because I want everybody to love flying as much as I did, both as crew and still do as passengers. So, yeah, I work virtually. I work with a whole range of people, as you well know, Paul, uh, to help them overcome the fear. Because I think the perspective from me is I can see the other side, having been cabin crew, having been, you know, senior management in an airline, I actually can help fill in the gaps. And one person said I help, help them normalise. I think any crew person does when you've done the job, 
you can kind of give stories and the fun that we have on board. And I mm. keep telling people, this is confidential, you know, if anybody wants anything and I'm easy to find, it's just literally my name and I will pop up. There's not many Gillian Harvey Bushes around. Thanks, Jill. Jeff, Pete, anything you want to say? Your little plug? Pete, off you go, I'll go last. Yeah. <laughs> well, to me, overcoming a fear of flying is, is very simple. It's as simple as the times table. And if you come fly with me, you will fly with peace of mind because you will know exactly what the aircraft is going to do before it does it. And I'll leave it at that. What's, what's the best contact for you, Pete? It's London 0208 668 1222. 0208 668 1222. There you go. Nice. Thanks, Pete. Come on, Jeff. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I help people with uh, fears of flying, but fears of all sorts of things dentists, spiders, snakes, what have you. Not that we have all that many in my parts of the UK uh, at the moment. Uh, well, actually, there's quite a few spiders around at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, literally just working with anybody that, that, that has acquired an ability that actually prevents them from doing things. Because, you know, the thing is, is I think like uh, David mentioned earlier on, you know, the brain is just an incredible tool, but actually it's, it's not evolved a huge, a huge amount. And even neuroscientifically, we're still just scratching the surface of what we're able to go along and do. But it's almost as if all of us acquire from time to time thought viruses. And there's been plenty of viruses going around more recently. <laughs> Our job really is just to help people to understand just to think on purpose, think on purpose about what it is that they want rather than what it is that they don't want. Uh, it's quite interesting because the quality of the communication you use for yourself and other people affects what goes on. As we're learning to our, our, uh, our experience at the moment uh, in, in, and how well our government communicates things about not panicking, because you've got to think about panicking to even understand what they're talking about. So, mm. yeah, so it's literally just start thinking about what it is that you want rather than what it is that you don't want because the brain can only go along and do that and you can get hold of me at uh, head into balance that's all one word.com and i'm more than happy to have a chat and see what we can do to go along and help. Oh, i love the name of that that's a great domain isn't it head into balance. isn't that just brilliant I'd like to say I, I made it up, but I didn't. My wife, no. Made. So yeah. there you go. Jill knows my wife. She'll understand why. <laughs> <laughs> Behind every man. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. That's a good answer. It's a surprised woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah, very surprised. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, uh, everyone. Thank you very much for making the time to come along and do this. Um, I really wanted to do something. It's very spontaneous. Perhaps with a bit more notice if we've got the rest of the gang on as well. But I'm really grateful for you coming along. And uh, I won't even need, I won't even bother editing this one. Just punt it out as it is. So <laughs> nobody's swore or been rude. So it's been great. So thank you very much and uh, have a great evening. Nice to see you all again. All right. Nice, nice to see you all. Very much. Thank you. Good to see you all. Good to Cheers. speak. Bye, Bye, David. Bye, everyone. Thank Bye. you. Bye.